Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Join Nate and Kate as they take oftentimes big ideas and make them practical for everyday life. This is the Between Sundays podcast with Nate and Kate Thompson. Hey everyone, welcome to Between Sundays with Kate, that's me. And Nate, that's me. (laughs) Your life is lived every day and what happens between Sundays matters. Um, Today we want to talk about how we have learned to love reading and studying our Bibles. Yeah. We know that we are more hungrier for the Word of God today than we were at the beginning of when we first... Ever? Yeah. (laughs) When we first learned about Jesus or got saved. And today we just want to talk about what that looked like for us, how we got started with our Bibles, how we had an appetite to go deeper into understanding the Word of God, and what this looks like in our life right now. Yeah, I would say like our love for the Word of God, it's really changed our relationship with Him. It's taken our relationship from like being an acquaintance to being a friend. And it's not like you like arrive there and like you feel like you've made it. Over the past few years is when I, I feel like I've really started digging in more into just just the Bible, where before I think I would, I'm not going to act like I've read a ton of books. And a lot of the times I would start a book and I wouldn't even finish it. But over these few years, there's just been something different in me where it's like, I just want to get into books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's new for me. Like I've been, I would say like a, an active, like an active Christian for, I don't know, 20 years in the way of like volunteering at church and doing different things over and stuff and being a part of Bible studies or whatever and all that. But over the past few years, there has been a, a change in me that I've just, I love it. C.S. Lewis says we come to scripture not to learn a subject, but to steep ourselves in a person. And that is our goal, that we we don't treat the word of God as if it's just something to learn or something to be read or memorized, but that Mm. we come to just become more immersed in who God is and who Jesus is and who the Holy Spirit is. I love that quote. I love it because it, it just reminds you that how often the Bible is a subject list to learn about. Mm -hmm. And I love learning about the Bible. Honestly, if it was a subject, I'd be interested (laughs) because I feel like I I just enjoy it. Like just learning about the culture and the Mm -hmm. times and, you know, like even when you get a different angle on it, like listening to the Bama podcast that we listen to, you just get a different point of view where it is fun to learn about it, but it's just not really enough to make your relationship with God it doesn't give your relationship with God depth when you're just learning about it. It yeah. like rather than immersing yourself in the person of God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't always that way. So when I first started as a Christian, my mindset was more about like I was taught to memorize scripture, which was good, but it was like based on a reward system. So if like you Youth memorized, group. yeah. Like we had something called Project Sword, which was great. <laughs> really was great. <laughs> because you would memorize scriptures and you'd get a reward. So, you know, going yeah. back to the 90s, early 2000s, I got a CD. It could have been DC Talk. It could have been Rebecca St. James. But I would memorize so many scriptures. I'd get my get CD. That, get that I'd disc. feel accomplished. But it kind of is amazing how many of those scriptures I still know today. Yeah. But my motivation was not to know the Lord more. My motivation get was that just CD. to memorize the scriptures. Yeah. I don't know that I ever did that. I remember my Sunday school <laughs> you teacher. You didn't want the CDs? <laughs> my Sunday school teacher, when I was a little child, she paid us $50 to memorize all the books of the Old Testament. 
$50. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. Do you want me to keep going? No. I nobody ever asked. <laughs> let's just say I think I got the fifty dollars. I I would feel I was I fell in the boat of like the guilt and shame person on Sunday when the pastor was like, "Did you guys read your Bibles this week?" And I was like, "No," because <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I just never had like a desire to. It was more of like I just if somebody was reading it to me, yeah, I would listen to it. Um, but it was very much like a a task to me mm-hmm. to where if I would if I would get motivated even enough by someone or something to be like, you're going to do a devotional daily thing and read this thing, I would zone out. I would never finish doing it, even if it was like on the Bible app thing where they're literally giving it to you to do every, you know, like a six day study. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get through one of those in the parking garage at work. Why is that? Like, do you, was it just not interesting? <laughs> or like, was it like almost like you would zone out or? I don't know. I didn't want to do it. It was like, I just was like, meh. Like maybe it's because somebody else was, I was like, maybe it was just knowing Sunday morning I was going to show up at church and they're going to just spoon feed me an idea. Mm-hmm. That's that. That might be just it. Yeah. It was, was it out of laziness I don't know that it was out of that because in the way of like I was volunteering and doing things like actively a part of like a church or whatever. I wasn't like a no show, no call, just ghosting Jesus. But I had zero drive to do it myself. Yeah. And I can only relate it that I just knew someone else was going to do it for me. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think that that's very relatable, but I think... And maybe the reasons are a little different why people don't read their Bible. But man, I think I think that honestly, a lot of people have good intentions of like, okay, this week I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to start it. it. Yeah. It's going to be good for my spirit. I'm going to connect with the Lord. And then you get busy or lazy or whatever it is. So I feel like it is very relatable. I wonder if too, it's because it's based out of like shotgun Bible, like mm-hmm. where we memorize a verse as yeah. children. Or maybe you just don't know where to start of yeah. something that applies to your life. So then you're just like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to read the Bible. But then when you realize you can just break it up, that it's 66 different books. So what if you just picked a book and read it as though it was a book? Mm-hmm. You know. But I wonder, too, if it, it's partly uh, we psych ourselves out because we have people being paid to read us the Bible, pastors, priests, whoever, the like teachers of Christianity. So we're like, well, they know more than me. I'm not going to know anything about it. Blah, blah, blah. And you, every excuse to just not do it, maybe not get into it. I don't know. Or, but I, I like an, you, well, another thing I've heard too is like people don't really understand it. So you start mm-hmm. reading something, you understand it. That's not really motivational to go back to it again. That's true. So that could be real too. Yeah. But that changed for us. It did. And I'm so glad it did because I, I love reading the Word of God now. So when did you start getting that way? When did you get that, like, that appetite? Yeah, I think that I, when I would became a teenager, was definitely part of what was taught that we should read our Bible on our own and, you know, be doing that every day. Like it was our daily bread. So we should eat it or read it as if we, <laughs> as if up. we were eating food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs>
so I feel like I I did do it, but I think that there became a time when um I guess maybe even when I started listening to more podcasts and listening to teachers who had different points of view than I had, and it made me want to understand more of the Bible. Like when I realized that there was more to it, like there was more to study, there was more to chew on, there was like there was like layers to what it meant. Like you could read it and get something from it from what was on the surface. Mm-hmm. And then you could read it again, thinking about the culture. And then you could read it again, actually putting yourself in their shoes. And just like when I realized there was more to it, it made me want to like almost go back to everything I had already read and read it again. So I feel like that was like, man, in the last probably five to 10 years that has happened for me. This week, I've just been stuck on the story and I read it over and over. It just makes me cry. It's the story of blind Bartimaeus. Like Jesus is walking through and blind Bartimaeus, which I feel bad. He should be called healed Bartimaeus or faith-filled Bartimaeus or something. Something The blind guy, the blind guy. Yeah. So Jesus is walking through town and he calls out like, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David has mercy on me. So much that he's annoying people and they're telling him, stop, like just sit down, be quiet. Like it's not happening for you today. Shut up, Barney. And then I just, Barty. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just imagine like Jesus walking down and of all of the voices that he can hear, like if you picture like words typed out going into Jesus's head, Bartimaeus's words are bold. Yeah. And they're like highlighted and they go into Jesus's head and he hears them and he turns and, and looks and says, Who is that? Bring him here. And just that feeling that Bartimaeus might have had that's like, Today just is my called day. Called up. You're Today getting fired is my up right now. day to hear, to, to, yeah. to talk to the Lord. Then Jesus says, What do you, what is it that you want? And he's and he's saying, have mercy on me. You mm-hmm. know, he's saying, that's what he's saying. But what he really wants, he says to Jesus, he says, Rabbi, I really want to see. Dude. And Jesus says, then see. go away. Like, you can go yeah. away seeing now. You're healed. Your faith has healed you. And to just think about how that would have felt to somebody who went so long without seeing, who was told to sit down, to be quiet, today's not your day, and Jesus hears him. And then he walks away seeing, and then he follows Jesus. He immediately sees, he sees his healer, he follows him, he goes, his faith has healed him. And like that story to me, like I just feel like I don't have a lesson to teach from it. It's just that it touches my heart that that is our God, that that's our Jesus. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. It it just touches me for some reason. And so I feel like when I read the word of God and I go back to it and like I take the time to like think about the culture and think about what that would have meant to that man and and what it was like then, it just opens a whole new world to me. Right. I don't know if it's because it is a spiritual book speaking to my spirit, if it's because like I'm immersing myself in the culture and the history of it. I'm not sure. I think it's all of that. Yeah, I just, I love that. It shows me something about the Lord's heart. Man, okay. Yeah, so I, those kinds of things motivate me to get back into the Word of God and to try to like understand the whole story of what what is He doing in this in this yeah. book? Like, this what is He teaching to? us? What is He showing us? And I'll, I can live my whole life researching and reading and never find out, but I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanna. So how about you? I mean, when is no, the time? No, I don't want to go now. <laughs> well, what is the time when you feel like it? It it started for me when I started like activating my own ideas Mm. outside of 
the need for somebody else's. The simplest way to put it, when we I would attend church, I would volunteer. I loved it. I wasn't. I didn't not like it. But then one day I had an idea and I pulled the trigger on it, and it was to write out some thoughts and share it in a public place. And it was like the strangest thing that I did it. Even now to think back, it's like what a weird idea. <laughs> but I can also remember. I fun fact: I worked as a youth pastor for one year at a church. Mm-hmm. And I would every week create a lesson for the youth at that time. And it, I was in the Bible and I loved it. I loved doing that. And then when I quit that job, I quit doing that. And I realized now, like for me, I'm just such a builder of like things. I like ideas. I like problem solving. I like like engineering something out that that's how I study the word now. Like when I get into the Bible, it's with an intention of trying to create a little something, even if it's a little, the idea of a tiny box with a hinge, that's just so simple. Mm-hmm. Or it's, uh, I don't know, a chest of drawers, whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to look at, or a table or something like where it's just huge and way bigger than me. Like that has like, I feel like freed my mind because when I have, when I have an idea that I'm creating something from what I'm learning, it just makes me want to be in it. Thanks for being here with Between Sundays. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share your feedback here or online at myhopefm.net. So how does that relate to like that C.S. Lewis quote, like steeping yourself in a person? Like you're not coming to learn about a subject, but you're steeping yourself in the person of Jesus, of God. Like It's not going to the store to buy a table. It's going to the shop and building it with the creator of the table. Like I'm right there. Like I, I feel like I have this idea that I can go and maybe that's what it was like. Like for me originally to go to church and to just be like, all right, this has already been made and put together because I would even like dissect somebody else's thing of like, I would lose track of what they were even talking about a pastor. If something they said caught my attention so hard that I couldn't move past that, I would then start looking into that over Mm -hmm. their own sermon of what it was, but I never realized that's what I would do. And I feel like those were the moments where it's like you, I would find this for them was a scrap piece of wood from their table that they made for the Lord. But to me, I was like, man, I could fashion this into a handle. Mm -hmm. And then I would take that to Jesus time with my, just me and him. And just like, take, take one sentence of, I can remember Bill doing it. I can remember it. Like right now he was talking about Revelation chapter five, and he read Revelation chapter five, verse 10, and it had nothing to do, I mean, it had something to do with his message of what he was sharing, but not the crux of it. Mm-hmm. And it it was like a, like a sliver in my brain. <laughs> like I couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, oh my gosh. And and from there, I, I went and I started reading into that and looking into that, and from that, we did the trigger microconference. Mm-hmm. But is it just about doing something or is it about what you gain with God? Through it's, what it? I, it's what I gain. Because there's things in my mind or in my phone that I've never shared with anybody, but I've just created them out. I flushed them out, if that makes it more sense to say. Yeah. I'll hear an idea and then I'll start looking into it. Um, Friends Bible study was huge for me when we would just actively have people, if anybody wanted to come over and we would read through a book of the Bible mm-hmm. and learning as just a, host of that how to how to navigate that where 
leaving room for that awkward quiet and just letting people share ideas and um, how they would view it and hearing and listening somebody else's perspective of this one verse in this chapter of this book. Mm -hmm. Like that was very beneficial to me too. Well, because I think a lot of people would say like, shouldn't you like want to go to the word of God just to be with God, not necessarily to make something to go out and do. I, you know what I mean? Yes. And I think personally where I'm currently sitting is, um, I think you should study by your design because your designed is like data mining to me. Like you, when I see you sit down and start journaling and have three or four different journals for different reasons of when you're with time with the Lord, I feel like that's, that's your design. Like you're, you're flourishing in a way that your brain works. And for me, it's like my scheduled idea of shop class or whatever you want to call it. Like in the way of like, I, I learn better with a hands-on project, like see one, do one, teach one type idea. So if you walk me through where I, I have like an end, like I have a deadline idea where I have an end point, it mm-hmm. helps my brain understand it more than just like the free idea of reading, go read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what for, what, what are you even talking about? Like I can't even. So if there was, if it was just you and the word of God and there was no one ever there to share what you learned with, you would just like, I would tell read it, to it the back trees. to Jesus. <laughs> I, w- I would think I would just be like, Hey, remember when you taught me this, this is what I got. I love that. Like, I don't know. I would have to put it, I'd have to put legs to it. Yeah. So we both have definitely grown in mm-hmm. our ways that we connect with the Lord and we we enjoy reading our Bibles now. Yeah. And it has not been like this super linear path of like we've always gone upward and we're always like, I mean, we started out reading one day a week and then we went to three and now we're always seven. Yeah. I feel like it's been, there's been ups and downs because of life, mm-hmm. because of the way life has been. And thank the Lord for our, for churches and Bible studies and things like that, that do help us along the way. Yeah. Um, but how does this look in our life right now? Like, I think that's, I think that that's part of what you were just saying. Like part of how it looks right now is doing Bible studies with friends. And that keeps us like involved in the word of God throughout the week. And in that involvement, we're getting, we're getting food for ourselves throughout the week. And then we're also like having a potluck with everybody to share it when we have friends Bible study. Yes. Like that's just cool. Um, another thing in our life right now, I feel like is it is not uncommon in our conversations that um, the Bible comes up, that we're talking about what we're learning, that mm-hmm. we're talking about what we've been listening to on podcasts or audiobook or whatever. Dude, I love it when me and you are in two different realms of God, <laughs> like in the way of like, say like a podcast for you to like forward me a podcast like you did the other day and be like, this blew my mind. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to listen to it on my ride home. And just being like, I love that. I love those extras. Because there's one thing, like I love talking about us. I love talking about our family, our friends, our day, our everything. And I also love that we can do a deep dive into something that has no end. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a big deal. That's like a helpful thing to my for my heart. Yeah. And I think like right now, another thing that is operational with us is that we have the humility and also the gratefulness for where we are right now. And not even saying we've arrived anywhere because there's always people who are hungry for the word of God or who mm-hmm. study more. That's like part of their life or job or occupation revolves around it. But what I guess I'm trying to say is like there's a humility in knowing where we started and where we've 
where we are now. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful because the word of God, it it does help us in so many practical ways and it fills our spirits and it like it starts us off on the right foot in the day and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um and just remembering back to what it was like when it was just like, oh my gosh, I can't make myself do this. And just to think that we've come a little ways from that feels good. And so I hope that people feel encouraged today that no matter where you are on that path, like mm-hmm. like if you love reading the word of God every day and you spend hours in it, or you're just starting out trying to figure out how to become interested in it, I hope you can see that we are just regular people with regular lives and we've been in all of those places too. Yeah. And I think and we're just, still trying. Yes. And utilizing the resources that you have, which mm-hmm. is our Sundays at a church or Wednesdays or an extra Bible study that somebody doing because it, it it is the the concept even within the Bible as a believer is that the he gives you the visual of just babies starting out that have a dependency on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that can't be forgotten. I do want to say though, as you are growing in your faith, there comes a time where I, I feel like you need to start doing some gardening of your own, you know, cultivating these little trees that the Lord's been planting in your life and like yeah. and pulling getting, out distractions mm-hmm. if there's weeds there. Yeah. Like if there are things that are distracting you from the Bible. That's practical. That's real. Because there's one thing to get somebody else's revelation of God and for you to get revelation for yourself mm-hmm. from God. Like yeah. those are two different things. It's like the saying when you like why give a man a fish when you can teach a man to fish? Bam. Oh yeah. Get it. All right. Thanks guys for joining us today. We yes. hope that you will dig into your Bible and we hope that you are learning to love it. If there's anything else that you want us to talk about around this topic or dive into more, leave us a note at the website on the podcast page, myhopefm.net and uh, drop us a little note. Do it. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Between Sundays podcast. If you have questions or want to connect further, visit the podcast page at myhopefm.net. And remember, your life is lived every day. And what happens between Sundays matters.